You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 69. This is Crystal O'Keefe. <laughs> and this is Tom O'Keefe. Go ahead, get it all out. You've been waiting. I got nothing. <laughs> what? You're giving me a dirty look right now because I'm not making because a dirty joke. Because I know, joke. as soon as I start, as soon as we start to change subject, you're going to be like, wait! <laughs> you gave me the stink eye because I didn't make a dirty joke. You are sending mixed messages. So are you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's appropriate that there's uh, everything's upside down. Oh, there we go. There we go. I knew. I knew. We got there. (laughs) We got there. So uh, what do you have in store for this milestone episode 69? (laughs) Well, there was an article and it was in Men's Health. We're going to talk about that, about what personal trainers really think of you. Oh, And uh, we have an announcement from Peloton to talk about. And uh, there's also some some scuttlebutt about the original bike studio. And then we have some congrats to to send out to a former guest on our show. And we have a visit from the Peloton Profit. Ooh, they're back. Uh Uh-huh. And a new store location we're going to talk about. Oh. And of course, our awesome interview with Ron Orth, Mr. Mayor. Well, that sounds wonderful. Before we do that, shameless plugs. Don't forget what? Why are you making that face when I said shameless plugs? Because the way you said it, your eyebrows went up. On our 69th episode. <laughs> I don't understand. I, well, I think you're the one with the dirty mind. I'm just here trying to move the podcast forward, and you just keep taking everything to Smut Town. Smut Town. You live in Smut Town. Welcome to Smut Town. Population you. <laughs> Is that what it says That's on That's what your- it says on the sign. You should be ashamed. I'm just trying to engage in 
wholesome all American podcasting. <laughs> You're over there just being all filthy. All right, we'll continue. I won't. I will not lead you astray again since it's all my fault. Uh huh. Uh huh. We shall see. <laughs> Shameless plugs. Anything you like to add? Nope. Okay. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. Yay! A new zoo review coming right at you. <laughs> uh, this is from Beck928. Oh. The headline is, Great Summary of All Things Peloton. I love listening to Crystal and Tom. They have such a natural, easy flow to their conversation, and they're overall just adorable. Oh. There's nothing worse than flow on the 69th episode. Oh, Tom. <laughs> I didn't do that. That what? was all you. It was the look you gave me. <laughs> they say, uh, I love hearing their take on all subjects related to Peloton. Please keep these episodes coming. Hashtag Skier Doc. <gasps> Skier? We know Skier Doc Yeah She was on the show She's one of our guests Oh how about that Yeah So thank you very much For the kind review Yes thank you Um, Also don't forget uh, You can find us Throughout the week If this isn't enough for us If this isn't enough for you And you would like even more Peloton news from us throughout the week You can do that at facebook.com Slash the clip out while you're there join the group Just a friendly reminder The uh, the page isn't going to push All the information into your feed in quite the same Level of frequency as the Group will which means probably not at all So if you want to really stay up to date The group is the place to be so if you've Liked the page but you never see anything from us That is why come on into the group The water is fine <sighs> So there are all of our shameless plugs. I guess we will now dig in, shall we? Sure. It's time for news of the Peloton. Peloton is starting their own beer. <laughs> it says it here in my notes. No. It's, no, it says Peloton IPA. No, honey. No, They're starting no. their own line of beer. No, that's not what it says. You do need some glasses. What? I'm taking you. We are making an appointment. Hang on. I'm going to make an appointment right now. You type with purpose. I do. Okay. Now that we have your appointment set up. <laughs> that was really quick. <laughs> you, that's a very efficient optometrist. <laughs> well, I've been communicating with them. I knew this day would come. <laughs> it says IPO. Oh, an IPO. Tom. You should have typed that I did type that In fact I literally copied and pasted the headline (laughs) So there (laughs) So they kind of snuck that in on us Yeah so I mean It hasn't been that long ago That there was an article And John Foley was like Now's not the right time And then there was a rumor about A month ago that was like Oh oh wait there's an article John Foley just said Maybe soon And then John Foley was on the street last week. Like, that's a show. Yes. He wasn't just like... Like, standing outside not, on the street. He's not homeless. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly certain <laughs> that he never will be. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he's doing okay. He's doing okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so then there was an article that came out from the street showing his visit... Right. And he chatted with Katherine Ross from the street, and he said that, oh yeah, Peloton plans an IPO next year. And they just snuck it in, like the last line last of the article. Line. There oh, was. B-dubs. Yeah. There's going to be an IPO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I tell you what, he's he's a way to bury the lead there. The street. Oh, I I I wouldn't be surprised. That was John Foley's idea. He was probably like. Rubbing his hands together like, oh, I don't want to get him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it at the end. It wasn't even in the headline. I know. Like, that's what. Ah. So, yeah, that's going to happen next year. There you go. Everybody's been wondering. So if you've been saving your pennies, if, uh, if you've been saving, got your swear jar set off to the side so you can invest in Peloton. Your moment is coming. You yes. better better go ahead and. Increase your savings Yeah you start swearing more I'm really curious to see what this uh, IPO is going to hit at Yeah I'm really curious I bet they are too Yeah Yeah And you know what'll be interesting is uh, I I was speaking to somebody at work about this Who is not at all interested in Peloton And they were saying that Well you know these tech companies tend to start off really hot You know like they come in really high And then after a couple weeks everybody's like Oh it didn't go anywhere I'm not making all my money in the first three days Yeah because it's not 1997 mm-hmm. anymore. So, and then will it change Peloton? Like, that's the really big question. Yeah. And why now? I don't know. I don't either. Usually people go public for two reasons. They need money or I don't know the other reason. <laughs> well, that's a, that's, that's a I gr- forgot. That's great information. <laughs> oh, there are two reasons. There really you are. just don't remember them. I don't remember the second Yeah. One. Well, they clearly don't need money. I don't know. I mean, they've got all these things they're getting ready to do. I mean, all these investments that they're getting ready to right. do. We've got the London piece of it. Right. They're going to be broadcasting out of that next year. They're they're going to be distributing for the first time ever to the UK next year. We've got the tread rolling out in September. We've got the new Manhattan location. I've heard rumors, supposedly, that they're not closing down the location where the bikes are now, even after the new location starts up. But you have heard an interesting... Piece of information about the old look what will become the old location the original location yes somebody noticed that the layout online has nine less bikes and according to a source uh they say that that was completely done on purpose they did it to make more room in the studio it was just cramped in there so they removed nine bikes they're they're selling so many bikes they had to like (laughs) take them right off they had to fill some orders right (laughs) off the floor So there you have it But uh, yeah I am really curious to see I mean I know we all are And we probably have quite a while to wait Because it says next year But I mean hey It's freaking fall The kids went back to school And my tread's not here It's August And and the kids went to school That is not fall I don't even have an email saying how to finish my purchase I'm just saying Because it's not fall My point is next year could be December We don't know It could It seems like an odd time to launch an IPO I guess everybody can, When is a good time? I don't know I'm not a stock I'm not either guy. I'm not either Somebody at home Is probably talking back to us right now they, I'm sure they are Lots of people are like Oh you idiot Yeah it's like this Sorry Why are these two talking about stocks? Yeah Just because it's Peloton Yeah mm-hmm. Exactly That's why we know just enough To be dangerous That is true We are Peloton's best friend Because we'll just hand over our money Because it's Peloton <laughs> <laughs> So far so good Yeah So there was an interesting article uh, in on menshealth.com what your personal trainer really thinks about you. Yeah, this is harsh. It is. Your personal trainer thinks you're a douche. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Number 1, they don't want to hear about your personal problems. Yeah. I mean, 
Doesn't it kind of depend on the person? I don't think so. You don't? I don't think they want to hear about it. I mean, I know when I go to talk to my, my, I go in and get my hair done. My hair lady always asks about certain themes that recur over and over again in my life. And she always wants to know the new stuff. Like she legit asks. Right. I'm not, I'm not imagining that. She likes to hear it. Well, if they ask the question. Yeah. So you don't, you don't think that like there's ever been... A physical trainer, a physical, th- a person, a personal trainer. You don't ever think there's been a personal trainer who's been like, oh, how's I'm, your life going? I'm sure it's occurred. I'm sure there's been a stripper who actually fell in love with the client, but no, I don't think it happens with any degree of regularity. Okay. So you think that's what they're going for? I think that's what they're going okay. for. Okay. All right. So number two is uh, they judge you for how little progress you've made. Man, I I feel judged just thinking about this because it's like there are reasons like you don't always know what you're supposed to be doing and they don't, you know, I don't I mean, maybe they're not good at their job. Maybe they're not giving you good instructions. I I don't know. Here's a quote from somebody who says a student canceled three appointments and I didn't see him for a month. The next time I saw him, he had gained 18 pounds in a month. Yeah, I, I don't know how that happened. Actually, I do. They probably went on a Disney vacation and to Jamaica back to back. Yeah, that's how I did it. Ooh. <laughs> it can happen, people. Then I came home and had a food baby. <laughs> they, so, but you know what that means? I conceived the food baby in Jamaica, but I had it here. You know what that makes it? A food anchor baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, number three, they think you're obsessed with social media. Well, you, everybody's got to check in. That's not what it, I thought that's what it was too But no It's you, If you're complaining to your trainer About why you don't look like Some super jacked influencer You follow on Instagram You're going to get on their nerves Stop having unrealistic body expectations From looking at people on social media Well but I don't know What's realistic or unrealistic I mean I kind of do Yeah But I'm just saying Not everybody does But most of those people That you're following on Instagram It's because They spend nine hours a day Making their body look like that That's true So like you Have another job So you're not going to You know Yeah it's all about balance Yeah Uh, Number four They think you're a whiny little bitch Man I mean, sometimes shit hurts. And you're you're, what, you're just not supposed to say anything? Yes, you whiny little bitch. <laughs> so, so if you're complaining that you're not feeling an exercise where you should, but you continue to ignore your trainer's feedback on forum, it's your fault you're not succeeding. I do agree with that. Like, if I'm listening and it's not working, you know, but yeah. I mean... I. I don't know. It seems like maybe these people aren't in the right line of work. They seem really angry. I think, you know, it's still a job. I love my job, but I still bitch about it some days. There's some days. Most days you love your job. That's true. But there are aspects of it that I don't like. Yeah. Are there whiny little bitches that you work with? Yeah. (laughs) The guy that wants to rent the building that doesn't know what he's talking about. And when I don't, when I'm, he calls when I'm on the other line (laughs) and I don't answer. And so I watch him sit there and call over, over and, and over. over and Only over again. Only I get to do that in I'm an like, emergency. I'm like, shit, <laughs> like, shit, bitch, you're not going to be caller 10. I'm not giving away tickets to see Foghead. <laughs> Dial it down. <laughs> Number five, they think you're a total slob. Pick you? your shit up after your sets. If you're using dumbbells, put them back on the rack. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Wait, isn't that, isn't that why you have a personal trainer? Oh, and that's what it says It says <laughs> If you think you're entitled To have your trainer Put your barbells back And wipe down your pool Sweat and a mat You're wrong 
Yeah, making somebody else wipe out your sweat's pretty gross. Yeah, that's totally nasty. Which is one reason I don't like to go to the gym. Yeah, and I never thought about that, like because obviously I don't exercise in any way, shape, or form. But uh, but yeah, I would like that is a good point. I bet you a lot of people think the personal trainer is kind of like also a, a valet. Yeah, they do everything for you. Yeah, except the actual exercise. Right. I kind of get that though There there are exceptions To that rule I would think Like if they're setting up Like the big heavy ropes For you Or something like that yeah, Something you know? a little bit More high tech Or not even high tech But more specialized yeah, yeah Yeah exactly If it's not already out And they have to like Set it up Right But uh, Number six They think your expectations Are unrealistic Yep. But that's kind of going back to social media Yeah though. I felt like they did that again It's like well yeah you're not going to magically change your body overnight Or they can't help you if you gain a six pack They can't get a six pack for you if you're chugging six pack Six packs afterwards Well And then they say that genetics also play a major role Well yeah so here's the deal If you're doing all the things that everybody says you're supposed to do And you're not eating badly Then you know what, I, there are cases where people do all the right things and nothing happens. But those are the exception. In they most are. cases, it's your own fault. That's but true. But yeah, Danny DeVito is never going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh, number seven, they think you smell terrible. I mean, you're at a gym, you're sweating. I feel bad about this. Again, I'm like, are you people in the wrong work? But I think that they're saying that like there are still things you can do like just because you're going to go there and sweat you could still slap on some deodorant. I just thought everybody did. Why Appa- would you not? Apparently not. Yeah. This uh, here's I had a, a student that smelled extremely bad, like dirty diaper. I bad. mean, that's just not wiping your butt. That's different. That has nothing to do with deodorant. Okay, but that's still smelling bad. It is. Yeah. I referred them to another trainer after their second session. Ooh. But then they say use deodorant. I mean, I don't think that's about deodorant. Well, if you smell like a butt, then yeah, that's not deodorant. You don't put deodorant in your butt. I mean, unless that's what you're into. I don't judge you, but it's probably <laughs> not going to be effective from an odor <laughs> standpoint. They think it's embarrassing when you flirt with them. Unless you're getting very, very, very clear signals. Like she's asking you out for a drink or a date. You should 100% not flirt with a trainer. Yeah. yeah. That's just no. You Do just a don't. lot of guys have female personal trainers? I don't know. That just I, that just seems like a recipe for disaster for the trainer. I'm not trying to like say they can't, but it just seems like it just seems like it, there would be a lot of creeps. Yeah, yeah. I don't see a lot of female personal trainers here in St. Louis. It's mostly guys, so I yeah. don't. I I'm sure that's not everywhere. Sure, but I don't have any experience with it. But yeah, that's kind of like almost back to the stripper. Not to compare a personal trainer to a stripper, but like. They're, they don't really like you Right Not like that anyway No They're there to do a job Right <laughs> Well <laughs> Number nine They hate When you make excuses For yourself I don't know I feel like I'm already So hard on myself I don't feel like You're probably not The typical You don't think The, the typical person I just don't even understand Why you'd have a personal trainer If you did any of these things I think There are probably people That like They've been Trying it for a while Weight loss fitness and it had they have been getting where they wanted to go and they thought I'll get a personal trainer That will be a magic wand and then the personal trainer is just like you should be working harder <laughs> And they're like wait I, I could have done that on my own and then, then then they have a bunch of now they The excuses that they used to tell themselves for why they didn't go to the gym or they didn't work extra hard or whatever Now they're telling them to their personal trainer hmm. So uh, those are your uh, ten reasons I was nine. Those are your nine reasons. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's what your personal trainer really thinks of you. I was using the metric list. <laughs> so, uh, and if you want to read that more in depth, they, we will post that on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the clip out. We will. So nice little, uh, nice little uh, inspirational update on a f- past guest. Yes. I was so excited to see this the other day. Uh, our former guest, Dottie Luparello, she announced that she is 19 years sober. That's I, awesome. I couldn't believe it. Uh, August 10th was the official date. I mean, that is one of the, I can't speak from experience from what I have gone through, but I've watched people. It's one of the hardest things yeah. we'll ever do. And to be able to maintain it, 19 years. That's awesome. Something to be real damn proud of, Dottie. Uh, damn Dottie. <laughs> Well, congratulations. That's really awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, Speaking of former guests, perhaps you, not you, Crystal, but you, the listener, (laughs) know someone that would make a good future former guest. Yeah. You know, like uh, we're always looking for people. And so we just kind of, you know, troll the Internet and look for people that have Pelotons and look like they have interesting stories. So if you know somebody that you think would be a good guest... Um, feel free to reach out Yes, absolutely You can reach out to either of us on Facebook Or you can send a note to the show Yeah, or they can email you at uh, Clipoutcrystal at gmail.com There you go So yeah, if you know somebody that you think would have a good story to tell Or make for a good guest uh, Don't be shy, reach out Absolutely The Peloton Prophet has returned <laughs> Yes, yes they have We've got a couple of predictions this week Do tell So Apparently, prediction one is there is more outdoor content coming very soon from Andy and Rebecca, possibly others. They were seen outdoors. (laughs) Yes, they were walking. So that (laughs) summed it up. They were just walking to the subway. (laughs) That's not outdoor content. No, apparently on social media, there were actual postings about photo shoots that were being done. And the photo shoots had things like uh, running shots and power walking shots and things like that. So that's the deduction being made. It is. It's all deductive reasoning. Conjecture size Conjecture size So are there any more predictions from our Peloton Prophet? Yes We have another one The Peloton Prophet maintains that the Tread instructors are going to be getting boutique collections as well And that they will be rolled out shortly after the Tread Not sure which Tread instructor will be first But that is a theory So obviously in the fall (laughs) (laughs) So any day now Because the kids are back at school Yeah Except we don't have a tread Right So no It will be very interesting to see If the tread clothing lines Sell as quickly As the bike clothing lines It will Also I would be curious To see If the bike clothing lines Are still selling As quickly And what I mean Proportionately I know they're selling quickly Right But but like I'm not seeing As many things sell out So does that mean That because they're selling So many more clothing lines People have stopped Buying as much Or does it just mean They've started buying Something from everything And There's just more To go around Peloton has Ordered more For each shipment Like I don't I don't know Which is going on Maybe both I'm curious Yeah Because I'm not seeing Nearly as many items Sold out like right away Right Yeah it's probably A little bit of both My guess is I know that It it sounded like When we interviewed Jill Foley Like they were trying To adjust quantities To get to that sweet spot Yeah Of like not having to be Like you know A land rush Every time 
they announced a clothing line. And I also know, just comparing it to the world of comic books, because uh, why not? Uh, <laughs> I know Marvel used to be like that. Like, Marvel used to have what were called Marvel Zombies. And a Marvel Zombie bought every comic book that Marvel put out. And you could do that for a long time, because, you know, for a long time, they really only had, like, 12 or 15 books and that's you can keep up on that and then over time they expanded and expanded and expanded and eventually you know they're putting out you know if you've got four different spider-man titles and you've got two different fantastic fours and you have like five different x-men books and like all of a sudden it went from like there's 15 titles to keep up with to there's there's 50 or 60 and that's a lot that's a lot more and so i i also wonder if the people that used to every collection buy something or like it's it's the frequency has reached a point where they're like okay well i don't have to get it every time yeah that's what i'm wondering too um for example the dennis morton collection came out recently and uh it was a great collection it was but it was very focused on men in my opinion which is i mean makes sense we get plenty of stuff for the women with all the women instructors so i only bought i only bought the one thing right like for me that's that's pretty light on a peloton collection so i would like to say Thank you, Dennis Morton. <laughs> You're my new favorite instructor. <laughs> There's a new location. There is a new location. There's a new location coming to the South Park Mall, not South Park. Oh like, man, that'd be not great. The show. No. You might have got me. <laughs> if I could ride with Cartman. <laughs> I wish I could do Cartman's voice. It will be in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Peloton is o- Peloton store is opening on August 23rd, so this weekend coming up. Alex Toussaint and Cody Brigsby are going to be there. That is the second Peloton store in the state. So North Carolina gets two before we get any? <sighs> See why I want to move? <laughs> I don't blame you, <laughs> but not because of this. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles for your $25 you're not sacrificing comfort safety or style if you want to support the show and pick up a pair gooder is giving the clip out listeners free shipping on their first order just go to gooder.com slash tco that's g-o-o-d-r.com and use code tco to get free shipping gooder offers a 30 day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually 
really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via Skype phone is Ron Orth. Hey, Ron. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good for a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone listening, if they're listening on a non-Wednesday. That's right. That's you, right. You, you threw off their circadian rhythms. <laughs> <laughs> so I have never had the opportunity to officially meet you. I only know you by interactions on Facebook, but you are very active within the Peloton community. So I'm very curious how you originally found Peloton. I have been a Peloton owner now for three and a half years. So the fall of 2015, right when they were just starting to sell sell the bikes, it was sort of ironic. I have a good friend who's a neighbor and we had been talking about spin classes and going to spin classes, but we didn't really want to go somewhere. <laughs> you, know, you know how that is, right? You just Absolutely. Want to stay home and do it, right? And so we were talking about why don't we just buy spin bikes? Or I should probably say indoor cycling, to be yes. correct, right? Nope. <laughs> that's so, right. Don't get yourself sued. That's right. <laughs> so ironically, we were looking at that brand of bike online. And, you know, she had a, a boyfriend at the time. And, and well, it still does, except it's it's moved on past the boyfriend stage. But <laughs> all of a sudden, one day, you know, we're talking about buying bikes so that we could exercise together. And I'm like, oh, great. I don't have to do it by myself, you know, because you always need that, you know, that encouragement. And next thing I know, she's like, oh, we ordered our bike and it's coming next week. And I'm like, oh, oh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pressure's on. Well, so I was talking to my sister who works in HR, and I just said, yeah, I'm thinking about buying, you know, an indoor spin bike. And and she's like, oh, I know somebody who who was part of a startup in New York, and it's called, like, Peloton or something. And I'm like, well, tell me about it. She's like, well, I don't know. You know, she said it's some bike, and, and you can do classes from home and and she goes, he, I used to work with him and he went there as one of the startup founders. So I did a Google search and found it. And, you know, I was a little unsure because at first, A, it's a, it's a startup product, right? And sure. I was like Absolutely. brand new and I was like, uh, you know, and I'm like, well, $2,000 at first, initially my thought was, two, and a lot of people have this reaction, right? $2,000 is a lot of money. Absolutely. You know? yeah. And then when you start to look at the shoes and the shipping and all of that, yeah, I get it, right? But then, you know, I thought, but this is a great, I, I don't know, like a great opportunity to 
actually participate in live classes without having to go anywhere, you know? And so I really thought about it because I was still like, should I buy one of these other spin bikes like my neighbor did? Or since they didn't wait for me, so <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. And, and so that's exactly what I did. Because you know what I it boiled down to when I put the, you know, the pen to the paper and started crunching the numbers, you can buy a $500 bike, but you get what you pay for. Right. Absolutely. Right? And then the bike that I wanted was 1500 Oh. But it didn't have the bells and whistles, right? Yeah. I don't have a class that I can live stream. I don't have 24-hour access. I don't, you know, have the latest and greatest, and I do love the latest and greatest. <laughs> and I just said, you know what, for an extra, probably $1,000 by the time you add the shipping and everything, I'm saying it's worth it, right? Yeah. So, you know, I decided to do it, but I was like, this is like November of 2015, and I'm like, Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. But I, I just could not push the button, right? Until Black Friday, of course. Right? <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you get the works. And I'm like, well, there you go. I just saved 250 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so and I have a, I pushed the button. So I have a question backing up yeah. for just a second as uh, someone who obviously doesn't do any of this. So the my husband. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let Crystal know. <laughs> so the the non Peloton spin bike, yes. right? I always think of a spin class or I know we're not supposed to call it a spin class, but you know, right. these sorts of things, they're so instructor driven. Like wh- what, what could you have possibly what, what done do you, with it? Yeah, what do you do on a bike if you don't have someone sitting there yelling at you or inspiring you or something? It just it kind of feels like an alien concept. Yeah, it is. I mean, when you buy the other bike, you can buy videos. Right. Uh-huh. And so there's still- just video. It's, you know, it's the old video. It's the old Jane gotcha. Fonda type thing, right? right? And it's like, of course, I'm dating myself now, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's going back to getting the CD and plugging it in. And, and then how many options do you have, right? You'd have to buy a thousand CDs to get some options. Right. Know? Yeah. And, and again, it was really still all new to me because, I mean, A, I hadn't really partaken in a live ride um, or any kind of a ride on, on the bike. I had never seen the bike because in those days, really the only studio was was New York, you know, at the beginning. And right. so there was really not the opportunity to go and say, hey, I'm going to go go to a studio. I'm going to do a, a class in the window, which I haven't yet to do yet, but I am going to one of these days. <laughs> and, you know, so it was sight unseen. Yeah, it was a really um, big leap of faith. It really was. Yeah, I mean, it was. And um, I I have no regrets. I've not turned, you know, looked back and said, I wish I would have never done this. You know, I, I certainly wish I would have done it sooner if it was available sooner, you know. Because <laughs> I don't know how many people actually, because, you know, it was a Kickstarter. And so I don't know how many actual people had bikes at that time. But I know that, you know, there was not even a Facebook page at that time. The official member, the official rider Facebook page was was not even, you know, hadn't been born yet. So 
you couldn't even get information from people. Now, I, I do believe that Peloton had their business Facebook page, but still it was in, in its infancy. So there was really not a lot of ways to get information or get other people's input or experience with the bike itself. Wow. So, it was it was truly a, a leap of faith, but you know, even my husband says it's one of the best decisions you've made. <laughs> well, you know, because good. he, but I bought, you know, I I purchased other equipment, and you know what happens to that? Yeah. It's clothes right? racks, I'm sure. It's a clothes rack and dust collector. Yeah, although, Peloton's different. Yeah, although I, it is I'm, very different. I'm kind of concerned about the fact that he says it's the best decision you made when he's one of the decisions you made. <laughs> Beside him, Tom. Okay. I'm like, he has some self esteem issues. You guys need to work through this. I'm not really sure he was a decision. I mean. Oh, dear. <laughs> we will he, just, he just never laughed. He just. Well, that's what I can tell people. I mean, how we, you know, how we, how we sort of met was sort of funny. Is I live in Milwaukee now, okay. uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I was born and raised in southeastern Wisconsin. But in my career, after I graduated from, uh, I'm a nurse um, from nursing school. I had traveled quite a bit and moved into s- several locations throughout the country, and actually internationally as well, and ended up. Coming and going. I mean, I would be gone for four years, come back to Milwaukee for a year, leave somewhere to go somewhere else. And and I had been gone for a while, living in Phoenix, Arizona, and had been single a long, long time. And moved back to Milwaukee on a Thursday for a new job. Went out Friday to have a couple beers. Met Mauricio, and that was 16 years ago. Aww. So... <laughs> And then he just he just stayed. <laughs> I, I met him 16 years ago, and he hasn't left. <laughs> so. That's pretty adorable. <laughs> well, congratulations yes, on 16 absolutely. years. <laughs> and that's smart, getting all the traveling out of your system when you're young. Absolutely. Like that's, yeah. I tell the kids that all the time. Like, that's what your 20s are for. Go do that. Well, you know, you're absolutely right. To, and it's sort of interesting is I'm the only my mom used to call me the gypsy because I have five siblings. And I was really the only one that, you know, she's like, I don't even know where you live anymore. (laughs) It's, you know, I even moved to Saudi Arabia for a year. Wow. And it's just because I, I, you know, I'd like to do that stuff. And and, and you have to do it when you're young. So I, I have a question about Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Was that scary for you? I mean, I'm thinking they're not the most accepting culture. Well, they're not. But, you know, you're you're. You're fairly well isolated to a degree. I worked in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. So I went there on a one-year contract just to just to do some nursing. And I worked in the ICU and the emergency room. You live on a commune. You, know, you live with other Westerners. Right. So, I mean, I lived with four other guys. But one was, you know, from Ireland. One was from the UK. One was from Canada. You just, you know, I went there to live their culture. Right. Right. And and, and and it's unfortunate that some people don't do that. You know, they go there and they expect people to change to meet their 
culture. And I'm like, if I wanted to live my culture, I'd stay in the United States. Right? Yeah, I say, we, we, have so, a, we have a word for people like that. They're called Americans. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you know, it was interesting. We had translators, our ward clerks, as we call them, our unit clerks. They were all of our translators. And, and we had a, a gentleman who was a translator. And I was trying to learn the language, you know, so that when I was talking to my patients, I was talking in their language. Sure. Because actually, I, I the hospital I worked at, it's a very class-oriented society in Saudi Arabia. So you have a hospital that is specifically for, you know, the royal family. And then you have a hospital that's for this class. And the one that I worked at was actually for the Bedouins, who are the desert dwellers. So, you know, the, those pictures of, you know, the camp, you know, the people pulling the camels in the middle of the desert, that's who I took care of, right? And wow. so there was the babas and the mamas. And, you know, but some of their children, you know, were highly educated. I, I took care of, you know, family members who their kids were professors in the university. But, you know, they were they were your desert dwellers. And, and so I wanted to learn as much of their language as possible in the time that I was there. And actually, one of the translators was like, you know, you're one of the few that is trying you know and that's just sort of made me feel good absolutely totally so it was a great experience it was a long time ago i was just thinking about it it's like it's been like 30 years since i've been there and i was there right after desert storm wow yeah it ended in um, i went in september and desert storm ended or was just ending like in may and May, June time. And some of the people that I met, you know, and, and actually while I was there, every once in a while, there were still scud missiles being flown and, and stuff like that. So, but I really, you know, I really wasn't scared. I, I was excited because it was a whole new experience. But that's so. why young people should travel because right. you're you're too young and kind of like not you don't have that sense of mor- mortality right. when you're young. <laughs> you should have been scared, yeah. but you weren't. I would say that there's a reason the military wants 18 year olds. Right? It's because they exactly. all think they're going to live forever. So let them run into the, to the bullets, you know. And so right. yeah, like. I'm just like, yeah, you you weren't scared because you were young. <laughs> well, and again, you know, I think about it when I go back, and at this at this point in time, no, I wouldn't. Right? Yeah, like, I'm done. Well, and you know, things have changed in 30 years. Um, oh, sure. So I don't know if I would go back at this point. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I was going to take us back to Peloton, although I could listen to yeah, your travel no, stories. Yeah, I know. We sort of, I sort of went off the path there. That's, we we led you there. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that, was, that was on us. That was on Tom specifically. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was an interesting story. I have no regrets. <laughs> no, it was. It was. So when you got the Peloton and you yes. said you had been looking at spin classes, but like, were you already exercising on a daily basis or were you like looking for a change in your life or, or had or were you just already active, but you just wanted something? Something different to be active. No, I wanted something different. You know, I was, I, I, I've struggled with exercise. I, I have never considered myself athletic, right? Okay. So even growing up, I mean, my brothers and sisters were in sports and all that stuff, not me. I've always struggled with weight issues. Exercise was just not, I would get into this routine, you know, and, and we, a lot of us know exactly where I'm going here. You know, you get into it, you're all gung-ho. I'm going to go to the gym three to four times a week and I'll last about a month. Yep. Right. And then you fall out of it. Right. And then you start eating the garbage again. And it's like, well, all that progress I made right, right. <laughs> sort of went out. The- so things turned around like in my 20s. I, I lost uh, a lot of weight purposefully. 
And again, I just went up and down and up and down. But when I turned into my, when I reached into my 40s, the weight staying off was was harder. And I just realized, you know, I really need to find something. I, I, I've always liked spin classes. Um, I used to be long when I lived in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine got me involved in a local indoor cycling. And I said, okay, I'll go once. And I just, I fell in love with it, you know. And so then I was going routinely. And um, then when I moved to Milwaukee, I sort of fell out of that. So then we had a local gym and they had spin classes. And I'm like, one of these days I'm going to get there. Of course, (laughs) that never happened. And and so I was just like, I need to find something that I know I can, you know, that I I know I'm going to enjoy. And the thing for me was it was in my home. Yes. You know? yeah. And I just, I, that is such a huge advantage. And you know, but not for everybody, because you do hear people on the Peloton Facebook pages, you know, even some people who I've seen selling the bikes, you know, saying, I just need more of the social interaction, which I understand. Mm-hmm. For me, it works. For a lot of people, it works, you know, just to be able to do it in the privacy of your home. I do feel I'm immersed right into the, the class. You know, yeah, with, me too. with you know, I, I really do. I, I don't feel like I'm just there by myself most of the time. And I, um, I feel like Peloton is just one of those things too. And I know we've talked about it before on the on the podcast, but like it, you really, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it too, because the community is so much of a piece of it. That if you're active in the community, I think that's part of what immerses you on the bike into the class because I, your your absolutely. friends are real. And you know, I know that. It's grown, right? And, and <laughs> it's grown tremendously. <laughs> do I miss the old days? Yes, I really do. Because I was there the day the Facebook page was born. Wow. wow. Right? And because it was Deb Mayhem. Yep. And ironically, Deb bought the bike because of me. <laughs> and she lives in California. We had never met. I shouldn't say because of me, but I was sort of the catalyst that got her to push the button. Because after I pushed the button and and purchased the bike myself, I went on the Facebook Peloton's business Facebook page and said, I did it. I pushed the button, bought myself a Peloton. Within minutes, I got a private message from Deb. (laughs) What was it that made you pull the trigger? I'm like, well, the Black Friday sale helped. Right. <laughs> You're like, it's like it's like 60% Black Friday. It's 40% my pants don't fit. Exactly, exactly. And so that same day, she messaged me. She goes, I bought mine too. So that, that was how we connected, Deb and I. And then I received my bike like the first week of December, and and I think Deb did too. So that was 2015. And then it was actually, I believe, in January of 2016, Deb Deb and I were like, or Deb had brought it up, you know, we need to start a Facebook page. And so she was the one that set it all up, and I was like the second member, you know. That's so cool. you know, pouring in 50 people, right? Because right. that's really all the, all the bike owners are were at that time, it seemed like. And, and then Peloton, you know, asked to take it over. You know, so it's been very interesting to be in there, even though I wasn't at the very beginning a Kickstarter, but very closely behind seeing how this has all evolved over the last three to four years. 
it's been, you know, it's been fascinating. I'm a huge supporter, you know, I mean, and I, and I always will be, have I seen things change? Of course, but that's, that's really what happens when a company grows. Well, I was um, going to say when you were like, yeah, I miss the old days. But the thing was, if it was still like the old days, you'd have a bike with a bunch of old videos because they they wouldn't. Correct. Yeah, they wouldn't be around. So like they the, this is a very good point, you know, a, a necessary evil. And that if it was if it stayed that kind of small, you know, intimate community, it would be a company that was a great idea that went out of business. <laughs> right. Right. Well, you know, the thing is, is. When you at at the at the at the upon the birth of the website, the uh, the Facebook page, and and probably for the first two years, you basically knew everybody, right? And and oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many hours I have spent on Facebook just on the Peloton page. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like a, it's either on the bike or on, on Facebook. And that was it. That was like my life, really, literally. And, you know, providing, you know, some of the documents I created and just answering the questions. And now I, you know, I backed away. Uh, I mean, with 100,000 members, I think they just announced, right, on, yep. on the yeah. site. That I hate to say it, but it's like I don't have the same feel because people don't know. A lot of people don't know who I am out of that hundred thousand. Not like the original two, three, four, five hundred, right? Where we all knew each other very almost intimately. You know, met a lot of them at our own little organized HRI before Peloton started officially sponsoring them. You know, so it was us that really started that. And, and it was just sort of like that that close-knit group, right? Now it's like this huge extended family and you have people that I just, I hadn't, I don't know, never talked to them. Um, so it's, it's different. Um, sure. But there's a, actually, though, there's enough groups out there now on Peloton, you know, that a lot of them still have that small feel to it. Yeah, that's what we always recommend to people that kind of miss yeah. that is we're like, find your niche, whether it's, yes. you know, a, a Jewish Peloton page or, or a, an instructor that you really like Fit, or Fab 40 right. or whatever. Like there's all these little tributaries that have kind of sprung off of Absolutely. the main river. Absolutely. And, you yes. kind of- and my two sisters own bikes now as well, you know, and, and one of them belongs to like a, a you know, a tribe page. And so that keeps her motivated as well, right? Cause she, it's like a monthly challenge type tribe. And, gotcha. and so that really keeps her motivated in doing, you know, continuing it and, and feeling part of that more smaller community than the larger community. Sure. You know, so it's almost like having a city and then you have your little, you know, suburbs. Right? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Your, your that's exactly right. You know, how long was it between the time you guys had started the Facebook page and when Peloton stepped in and said, hey, could we have that? You know, I, I want to say it wasn't very long, maybe a month or two. Oh, really? Oh, that's fast. Yeah, yeah it was fast. And how many people had you grown to in that eight-week window-ish? Uh, I'm not auditing you. Yeah, I'm going to say several hundred, but but it was it was it was growing fast, and you know I might be off on a couple months, but it was it was relatively quick, if I remember correctly. Wow. It was it was relatively quick that they. They sort of jumped on the. They they really liked the idea. They probably wish they would have thought of it themselves. Yeah. You know. <laughs> they were uh, relieved they didn't have to pay you. 
<laughs> exactly. Or you're leasing so, your shirt or something. <laughs> you know, but even after, you know, even after they took over, nothing really changed. Right. You know, because again, they were still growing. I think, you know, when they, like JV didn't, they had somebody else initially sort of monitoring or, you know, in charge of the page, but you didn't really see much of them or hear much from them. And then JV took over and then they had somebody, I think, under JV that, you know, they would post stuff every once in a while. But really, you didn't really notice a difference except that it was now they were the admins of the page, right? Because it was still the same people. The growth was still exponentially the same. You know, a lot of new people And, you know, it was always interesting. You always see this huge influx of people right around December, January. Sure. Of course, (laughs) because they're all getting their Christmas presents, right? Yes, yes. um, So it was always funny every year you see this, you know, it's like, oh, the newbies are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Incoming freshmen. Let's let's um, get ready to yell at them for asking questions we already know the answer to. uh, Well, you know, and I tried to resolve, I tried to be a solution to that because that that happens since day one, right? It's like you're going to get the same question over over and over and you know we had pedal gate and for a while we had you know then we had squeaky pedal gate and <laughs> you know and you know every it's the same thing over and over and and you you still see that to this day i mean you know i still check it every, you know probably every day and i still see some of the same questions you know and that's always going to be that way i really did try i really uh, you know probably to a fault i actually immersed myself into the peloton world I mean, literally. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it happens though when you first get involved. You you know, you just get sucked right in. You You do, and 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 so you started a lot of those. The because there's a ton of FAQs that are out there on the Peloton Facebook page, and I, I mean, I couldn't help but notice that a lot of them are authored by you. (laughs) Right. I was actually looking at how many, and there's probably I probably authored about twenty different documents. And primarily, they were all to help, you know, the new people. And a lot of it was based on just common questions, right? And the other thing, so like I did, you know, I developed a frequently asked questions thing. And and I would update that like, okay, this question's been asked 20 times. Now it now joins the FAQ page, right? (laughs) And and so I would do that. And and, um, I actually put together like a new person's guide to, you know, some of the things to check for when it's delivered, you know, because everybody at that time, especially you know, I had a great delivery experience. The two guys that delivered mine from whatever that company is, they knew what they were doing. They had me sit down on it. They turned it on. They did a lot of things, right? Where I've heard stories and I see stories on Facebook about they just dumped it off and didn't do anything, right? So, yeah. so people had different experiences. But, you know, the thing that really surprises me is when I get a new toy, I explore it, Yeah. right? I mean, I turn it on. I'm like, okay, what happens if I tap here? Yeah. What happens if I do this? And, you know, it's sort of surprising to me that people are like, well, how do you turn up the volume? And it's like, well, there's there's buttons on the side, right? And it's like, 
Don't you? I mean, I, I, I swear I probably <laughs> explored every inch of that bike. <laughs> I wanted to know it, right? I wanted to, how do you work this thing? You know, and, and that's just how I learned things. And so I took some of that knowledge and I'm like, okay, let me put this to use and hopefully to be benefit to other people. You know, I, I started these, these documents and probably one of the biggest things that I started doing is, you know, how they do rides now is different than it was when we first started because then they were you know you had the billy joel ride and you had the elton john ride and you had this ride so you knew that this ride was going to be all a certain artist right right right. and um so they had to stop that for legal reasons but there was really not an easy way to find that ride again right because uh, they didn't have some of the search features that they have now or some of the filtering that yeah. they have now. It was very rudimentary at the beginning, right? It was sure. like, do you want a 30-minute ride or a 60-minute ride and what instructor, right? I mean, that right. was really it at that time. So I started, you know, I Excel spreadsheet and I went back to the beginning and entered in every ride that had a theme, you know? Wow. And, and then so people could sort it by artists and, you know, so again, it was, it was a rudimentary spreadsheet that every week people know, like on a Monday, that it would be updated. And, uh, and then another Peloton member started the electronic version on the website. So then I, I sort of stopped doing that because she had taken all of my information, you know, with permission and, and put it out there on, on the electronic one. But again, it just because I knew that I had trouble finding rides, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start this project, right? And so, and I did that probably for a good year to year and a half. Wow. Yeah, so just updating that. But, you know, people really appreciated it because they struggled finding rides. And, and there were, you know, there wasn't a good mechanism to do that. So so do you still update or maintain any of those documents? I, I do not. That's I smart. Not. Yeah. That's um, a lot of work. <laughs> it is. It was a lot of work. And like I said, I, I probably spent hours upon hours on Facebook just on that page from the time I woke up. I mean, even during my work day at night and and I just had to a, because, you know, I get part of it is the factor that the website has gotten so big or the, the the, uh, Facebook page, Uh, the the membership has gotten so large um, that it's, it's, you just can't keep up. And things have changed too. Like I said, somebody did, somebody developed the electronic ride list and then even the filtering changed on, you know, on the bike and some of the updates that they did to the software. So some of it became unnecessary, but then other times it was like, nobody's reading them because (laughs) (laughs) so the frequently asked questions ended up being where do I find the frequently asked questions you know and and so it was like you know look in the file section and then the next well where's the file section right and it just it just was like okay that's quite the existential dilemma when the frequently asked question (laughs) is where are the frequently asked questions like do you include that in the frequently asked questions (laughs) they're right here you found them you know and that's 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 kind of really what that shows is that the Facebook page is not really meant for how we're using it. You know, it is not, it is not, you know, and people say, you know, you should sticky the post. I'm like, well, that's a forum. 
Right. 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 You know, so I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, know what a forum is and, and you can, the admin can sticky, you know, the most popular posts at the front. You know, Facebook, you can sticky one post, right? right. And, and pin right. it. And that's it. And you right. can't pin another one. So it doesn't really work. And I don't know if you know that they tried, actually another member started a forum page. And it was just, this was probably two, two and a half years ago. And it was really very difficult to get that individual to, or not that individual, but to get people to switch. I bet. And and, and it just, it it never took off. It never took off, unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, because Facebook's just so integrated in our lives at this point. People get on there, I don't want to get off. It's just all... Like, it's so easy, yeah. you know. Right. But but I just want you to know that when I first started writing Peloton, I read every single one of your documents because <laughs> I wanted to know everything about Peloton. So I I read the the guide and I read the FAQ and I read all the little subgroups that are out there and I read all of them. <laughs> well, you know what's funny because I would find a post, right? I would see a post and like I give you an example. So. Somebody was like asking, well, what are all the different badges you can obtain, right? Yeah. And how do I so like, so what did I do? I put a document together and screenshot, here's this badge, here's this badge, and this is how you get it, right? And so, I mean, <laughs> and it was like, okay. and it, I don't know, I enjoy doing it myself, you know? And so it just, it's all part of that sense of belonging to that community, you know? So does your husband love your attention to detail or does it drive him crazy? He doesn't pay any attention. <laughs> We are a lot you know, uh, no, I think he You know he's not a He is not a, Pel- a Pelotonian He does not ride the bike I bought him a pair of shoes And I think he's did three rides Oh it's more um, than Tom yeah. And so I sold the shoes But you know he He supports that you know, he knows that I was, you know, into it. I was writing every day. You know, there's worse addictions. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Talk to my and, ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. And so, you know, he was like, you know, that's fine. He, he supported it, you know, even though he wasn't involved in it at all. You know, it was funny, though, when I, I did my uh, I did my 50th ride in March of 2016. Again, very still very very small community on the Facebook page. And I decided that we were going to fly to New York and you know, I was going to do my 50th ride there. And so I did. And I took uh, a lot of people still didn't, you know, hadn't been to the studio and the, the whole concept was still really new. And, you know, Peloton bought me a 50th ride cake and, and I, awesome. I took a video of, you know, the studio and everything and posted it. And it, it was just still a lot of excitement brewing. And, and so just to be part of that, you know, very beginning stages is, is it was just a lot of fun. You know, that's um, awesome that they bought you a cake. I love the fact that an exercise company bought somebody a cake. <laughs> that's that's what you call well, that's, that's smart, right? Yeah, like, you're continue. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like a dent, it's like your dentist right? giving you candy. <laughs> it's like here's a piece of cake. Now go sign up yeah. for three more classes. You, you know? fat bastard. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. <laughs> 
And I bet going to the studio back then was such a very different experience than going now. You know, it is. Well, I, I was just there this past weekend. Was there cake? There was no cake. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. <laughs> They've changed. <laughs> They've really changed. You know, so I guess my 50th is more important than my 850th for some reason. I Congratulations. That. <laughs> Congrats. Um, thank you. Yeah. And so, you know, um, basically we went because my sister had never been. And like I said, she's a bike owner. And so her husband actually called me and said, will you take my wife to New York for our anniversary? <laughs> 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 like, well, that's sort of an odd gift, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> you insist. So yeah, so we went and we actually got to try the Tread Studio, so that was exciting. And it, it is a little bit different. I think it wouldn't be different again if it was somebody's first time, because I still see a lot of people that get very excited their first time. Oh yeah. But again, you know, like I'm approaching a thousand rides, and I've been there four or five times now, and I, I got to see some of these. There was a couple of people from the original group there, so it's always good to see them. Aww. And, you know, Cody and Robin, you know, they recognize me, and I know they see, they meet so many people, and so it's good to see. You know, it took Cody a minute, and all of a sudden he looked at he goes, I know you! You know? <laughs> That's but, so cool. You know, it is always fun to go there in person and, 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 and to have that live experience oh yeah i Except i was bikes I, are murder in the studio i tell you nothing like my bike at home i feel like mine is pretty similar to the studio bike like i've is always it? had you know what i think is is a tough bike because i i can go all out on my bike and the best i have ever done is hit 400 and when I'm in the studio, that's about what I mean, I'm getting about the okay. same numbers. It's not that different from at home. It's not like when I'm in the studio, I'm doing like 100 less than I do at home. So yeah, see, I'm I, usually lower in the studio. But when yeah, you were in the so. Chicago store. Yeah, when I was in the Chicago store. Oh, my gosh. My, it was like the easy. Like I felt like I was flying. I got like a PR by like 150. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody just recently, I think they posted that the bikes in the studio are like California like weekly or they're on a they're on a rotating cycle and i bet you the ones not in the store the studio the store i bet you they're not calibrated i would agree i would agree have you ever been to the studio three no i've never been been there we only went to chicago just the one time we we were invited up there because it was my 400th ride and to kind of meet they had recently opened the I think it was the second Chicago store. And so they invited us to come up and Katie Armand from the Chicago store. She's just so fun. And she listens to the podcast and she like, it's kind of like become her mission to have all these people come to the Chicago store <laughs> and celebrate milestones. Like she's, she's on a mission and I love her energy and I love her enthusiasm. Well, so. we need to get Mr. Mayor into the store because well, I still haven't been there yet. <laughs> well, yes, you need to do that. She, she would love it. I'm going to acquaint you two because she will, she will do everything in her power to make it your best trip ever. <laughs> yeah. She's very hospitable. She is best hostess ever. <laughs> it's on my list of things to do. I still want to, I still want to get down there and, and, and do a class in the window. You will love it. And and speaking of that, because you said Mr. Mayor, you tell people yes. your leaderboard name and how you came up with it. Well, when I first started and had to come up with a name, um, I lived in a subdivision called Clover Nook. So I just, I was known as Clover Nook Guy. Uh, <laughs> real catchy. And that's what I actually started with. And then... 
because of all the documents and posting and, and just really being somebody who was there to help all the new people and being so heavily involved in the community at that time, somebody just said, you know, Ron for mayor or something. <laughs> you know? And I think they had said president, but then somebody else said, no, Deb is the president, so Ron can't be the president, but he could be the mayor. So um, it just sort of stopped. Right. And so one day I was like, oh, I need to get rid of this name. And the one time somebody just posted that about being the mayor, it just sort of stuck. Right. And, and even in the community, they were like, oh, the mayor's here. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, you know, I just decided one day I said, I think I'm going to change. And it wasn't Mr. Was it? Maybe I, I said, I'm just going to change my name to the mayor or something. And then I tried to say, no, I know I'm going to be Mr. Mayor from now on. And, and so I changed my leaderboard name and and it just sort of stuck from there on. So... Well, it's perfect. It's perfect. And yeah, and, you know, now I feel like I can never change it, though. <laughs> so. Well, that that's true. That is right. true. I would hate for you to change it. But it's like you're so recognizable. And I know you feel like there's so many people that don't know who you are. But I mean, I've I've had my bike for just at two years now. And I feel okay. like I feel like a lot of people from <laughs> it sounds funny to say my generation of joining <laughs> Peloton uh, <laughs> that that we know who you are. You know, we right. just haven't gotten right. a chance to to necessarily interact but but i have seen your posts and i've seen your patiently answered questions you answer everyone's questions still very very nicely and patiently which as is you know we were all new and i appreciate that and i appreciate that you are one of many people that keep the opp as nice as possible thank you i appreciate that yes Somebody needs to. I know, right? <laughs> oh, it can get brutal, can't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's like, yeah. I have Somebody uh, from the St. Louis, they belong to the St. Louis group, the Midwest group. They contacted me the other day. They haven't had their bike very long, and they just put this little innocent question out there and got attacked. Poor yeah. thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, you got to wait in there. You can't just jump in and ask. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, and you, you know as soon as somebody posts something, Thing, you might as well go start popping the popcorn, right? I know. Like, oh no, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> so since Here it you comes. since you have so much patience with with the new people, do you have any advice for new people? Sort of as I was alluding to earlier, don't be afraid to explore the bike. You're not going to break anything. <laughs> you know, like there's there's a lot of things on this screen, right? And I remember, um, and I don't even, I haven't seen him on the Facebook page for a long time, but he actually made a video of touring. You know, if you tap here, this is what it does. If you tap here, and it was a great video. But then, they, again, it goes, it gets out of date as soon as they do an update and they change something, right? And I learned that way. But, again, it's like, well, I wonder what happens if I touch this. Or, you know, again, you know, don't be banging it. But, you know, just explore <laughs> it, and, you know, and, and get to know the bike. I mean, I bet you these same people, when they were a kid and they unwrapped a Christmas or a birthday present, or they explored it. 
right? And they want to don't know how everything works. I'm the, sort of the same way when I get a new toy. I think that there are, you know, that's probably an aspect that, you know, probably could be done a little bit. I, I, I hate to say bad things about Peloton, but, you know, <laughs> it probably could be done a little bit better. It is some kind of more, more in-depth overview of what the bike does and what the tablet does and how to, how to do certain things, you know. But on the same side, if you buy a new iPhone or a new, you don't get a complete instruction manual, right? You just got to start, oh, if I do and this, this one, this is what happens. Or, you know, or you see videos on YouTube, right? And, or, and to or your point, like that. even if they did do that, they'd have to make one every couple of months because they keep exactly. updating things. And that's expensive for them. And I personally would rather them spend money on new features for the bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, no matter how many resources, and, and I think social media has sort of done this, and, and and I belong to a couple other professional Facebook pages that I admin, and it's the same thing there is no matter how many resources you provide, they're not reading them, right? It's so easier true. just to post a question. Instead of clicking here and trying to find the doc, I'm just going to go and post. It's know? like when you walk in the grocery store. They've got exactly. all the signs that yeah. tell you where to go, and yet you still are like, where's the ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> I, I work at a concert venue and I can't tell you how many phone calls I get where I hang up and I'm like, I swear to Christ, that person just read me my press release in the form of a question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you were going through line by line and just going and just up speaking at the end. Our ticket price is forty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, it says right there forty five. Ah. <laughs> you know, I'm going back to the new new people. I really something that I, I didn't do very well at the beginning, and I do now is I don't get hung up on the numbers. For me, it's not about the numbers anymore. It's not about breaking that next PR. It's about, am I getting a good aerobic exercise workout? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's really because I've just recently started with a personal trainer. And I've also started using the digital app for the treadmill. So I started doing some jogging and interval stuff. So I'm really trying to mix things up a little bit more. And so because I've been, I go to the personal trainer twice a week and my legs are fried by the time I'm like, okay, I'm going to go do a bike ride. And that's like, can I just get my heart rate up at this point? That's all I care about. <laughs> and so, and it's not really all about the numbers. Am I getting a good aerobic workout? And, and you don't have to kill yourself on the bike to get a good aerobic workout. So you true. Know? So you can see a lot of the same, you know, if, if you're in it for that aerobic aspect and the fat burning aspect, you don't need to kill yourself. You know, it's fun to do that once in a while and, and be, get that competitive edge. But I still see so many people get frustrated because somebody else's output is higher than theirs. And I'm like, so what? Did you did you get a good workout? Right. 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 You know? It's like it's fun to be driven by the competition, but you can't let the competition own you either. And I think you kind of it's it's like there's phases of the Peloton usage. There's like phases of being an owner. Like if (laughs) first you get all involved in the Facebook page and then you get all involved in your output and then you want to see how you can increase it. And then you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm getting a good workout. I'm done trying to compete with other people. We call we call that final stage your 
Peloton Zen. <laughs> you're like, I am just here to improve. I don't need well, to. Crystal, one of the pictures I sent you was me and, and my tux on my wedding day. I had to have Cody do my wedding day ride. <laughs> did you ride in a tux? He did. Oh, did he? <laughs> I was totally joking. <laughs> That's great. I did not actually ride the ride in the tux, but I just I, I did get the tux on, and I had to have pictures taken on the. See, this is all. I That's awesome. <laughs> And they owe you another cake. Intervention at that time. Yeah. They owe you a wedding cake. <laughs> That's right. That's right. When we got married, the kids were you know dressed up for the wedding, but at the reception, we let them change into casual clothes, and we bought them all T-shirts from the seventies that look like tuxedos. <laughs> right. That way they could be comfortable, but still dressed. And up. and they still have them. They still wear them to this day. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us. Where can people find you if they would they would like to? Well, there's Instagram. They want to follow me on Instagram, Facebook. A lot of people know, but I, I really don't do much. I don't do Twitter, LinkedIn. Basically, yeah. I don't even know what my LinkedIn name I, is anymore. I know. Does anybody do LinkedIn? I like think I think all of us just have it out there for professional. Yeah, reasons. you feel obligated. It's, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just for professional, right? But you know. Basically, Facebook. I get a lot of private messages. Not so much from the Peloton group, but, you know, from my other groups that I'm on. So Awesome. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to join us today. It's been wonderful. It has. Thank well, you thank so you. much. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, it's been a blast getting to know you. Same here. Same here. <laughs> you have a good rest of your night, and I will keep in touch on Facebook and let you know all the details about the episode. That sounds great. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. 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 Here's today's recipe for success. So Maddie was going to send us a recipe for this week since he didn't get us one last week. He's going to when he gets back from vacation. So please tell everybody what the recipe is. I'm sorry to say <sighs> I never got it. Oh, Maddie, 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 Maddie. You're letting us down. I'm going to have to send Gina after him. <laughs> oh, yeah. She'll cut a bitch. <laughs> she'll go and she's she won't just cut you. She'll go straight for your Achilles tendon. She'll go right for the your pocketbook. It's because she's short. Oh, that's <laughs> she has to jump to do it. <laughs> Great. Now she's going to cut me. <laughs> I can't outrun her. <laughs> no, she works out. Yeah. And I'm me. I know. It doesn't bode well. Nope. So uh, once again, we are recipe list because Mr. Mayor didn't give us a recipe either. No, he did not. Mr. Ma- you know who would have given us a recipe? Who's that? Mayor McCheese. <laughs> a cheesy recipe? He is the recipe. <laughs> Dear. So, uh, so I guess that brings everything to a close. Uh, who do you have in store for people next week? Tracy Paulson, fresh oh. off her Iron Man adventure. We get to hear what happened. Yeah, she had a little uh, a, a little incident. Yeah, she little. Will, she will regale us with the tale. Yes. So, uh, so there, that's everything for this one. Where can people find you until next week? They can find me at facebook.com slash crystal D O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram or Twitter at clip out crystal. And of course on the bike at clip out crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show at facebook.com slash the clip out or at our website, the and uh, don't forget we're available on iTunes. Go there, rate, review, subscribe. So 
that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling. Come on and take a ride with me You know what you need to know And what's it all about